Do you want to make a difference in the world? And see the lives of the people of India and all internationals transformed with the gospel? As India goes, all Asia will go with Living the Dream podcast provides tools for you to pray, give, and go as you become an active participant in the Great Commission and help your church's demographic represent the demographic of your community. Get ready to find your strategy for reaching your community and changing the world here at Living the Dream podcast with your host, Pastor Kevin. Hello, this is Pastor Kevin, and it's October the 6th, 2020. You're listening to Living the Dream podcast, episode 51. I want to thank everyone for subscribing, listening, and reviewing the Living the Dream podcast. We have listeners from the United States, India, Spain, Iran, Germany, Finland, South Africa, Canada, Philippines, Australia, uh, literally around the world. And I could not be more thrilled to have you as part of the show. Uh, thank you for joining the revolution of reaching the foreign-born internationals, living in the community with the gospel, and partnering with them to fulfill the Great Commission. For the last two weeks, we've been looking at reaching Hamid and telling the story about how Hamid was reached with the gospel and then breaking down the various aspects and key points of reaching a foreign-born international living in the community and partnering with them to to fulfill the Great Commission. Hamid had come over to India, absent to the gospel, but he went back to Iran full of the gospel after having his own personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so now he is a witness for the gospel there in Iran. I want to just back up just for a moment because for the last several months, we've really been drilling down deep in this communication of reaching the foreign-born internationals in our community with the gospel and partnering with them uh, in the Great Commission. I'm glad that we had the example of Hamid to just talk very practical about. But let me just back up. During August, we started looking at how the Word of God calls each and every one of us to live sent. Whether you are in America or you're in Germany, whether you're in your place of birth or not, by the Word of God, you are called to live sent. I have been appealing to the churches listening to this show to really see the value of reaching internationals because they live sent. They can really help the locals to have this DNA of living sent transferred over to them. In August, we started looking at the call in the Word of God to live sent. We looked at the reality that internationals live sent. We looked at the Word of God and how it calls us to welcome the foreigners. Then we looked at how the Word of God tells us that we are to live as foreigners. And then we looked at how Jesus was a foreigner and how foreigners live sent. We then had our two episodes of Reaching Hamid, part one and part two. If you didn't catch all of those, I hope you'll go back and give a listen because there is some powerful teaching points from the Word of God that every believer needs as we follow Jesus Christ. On today's episode, I really want to just take a few moments and just speak to the internationals living in our community with a very bold declaration, you belong here. And I really want 
all of my brothers and sisters in Christ to hear those three words. We've been talking about Christian hospitality. We've been talking about reaching the foreign-born internationals living in our community. And these are three words that really provide the bridge to make that happen. You belong here. If we look at the foreign-born internationals living among us as burdens, as intrusive beings into our land, we're really going to stumble in providing an effective witness of the gospel. And so when we really want to come to the most simplest form of Christian hospitality, it would be with these three words, you belong here. The Bible makes it clear that everything has been made by him, the Lord Jesus, and is for him, the Lord Jesus. And that is the soil beneath your feet. Whether you find yourself in the USA or in Germany or in Spain or in India, no matter what continent, what country, what state, what city, what address you are on right now, it has been made by the Lord Jesus and it is for the Lord Jesus. You might be told that it is under the territory of the United States, for example. But when you open up the word of God, this is not in defiance to any government. It is in honoring the supreme creator of the universe. The word of God makes it very clear that the soil you're standing on belongs to him. It is his land. This is his earth. We are his people. And he does not see the differences of all of the different uh, skin tones and colors as far as with any prejudice or judgment or racial hatred at all. He sees the differences. He made every single different. He made the various skin tones and eye colors and hair types and ethnic groups and cultures and spice levels and dance levels and music preferences and everything under the sun has been made by him and for him. He has declared that you and I are fearfully and wonderfully made. And he comes as the sovereign Lord, King of kings and Lord of lords, and he welcomes us to life. He says, now choose life. He wants us to choose him as Savior and Lord. He is a God that comes welcoming us. He does not create us and then banish us from his presence. He has done everything he needs to do for you and I to have access to him. Apart from him, we deserve no access. The Bible makes it very clear, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And it says that... For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And if it were left to you and I, we would have no hope of being in his presence. But as we bend the knee, humble ourselves, realize that we are a sinner in need of a Savior, and we hear in the word that for God so loved that he gave his one and only son, Jesus, that whoever would believe upon him would be saved 
and have everlasting life and would never perish. And so we can, by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, have access to Almighty God. We can have a personal love relationship with the creator of the universe because of his gift of giving his only son to die on the cross in our place. It's been called the greatest exchange in human history, that it was his death that gives me the ability to live, to know the forgiveness of my sin. For the wages of sin is death. Somebody had to die. That's the reality. And the good news is it doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to be you. We can know forgiveness of our sins as we put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. In doing so, we are welcomed. The fear of wrath it has been eliminated, and we are given freedom to go boldly into the presence of God. And it is this creator, this lover of our souls that is declaring over each and every one of us, you belong here. You belong in my family. You belong as a citizen of heaven. You belong. And so who are we then to go to any foreign-born international, someone that was not born in our local area, who are we to go to them and to begin communicating in any way, shape, or form that they don't belong here? I've literally sat in churches. Uh, I remember in college sitting in churches in Chesney, South Carolina, a black family walked in and the ushers, the white ushers went and asked them to leave, basically saying, you don't belong here. That was an incredible disgrace to the gospel. It was incredibly dishonoring to the Lord Jesus Christ. And October the 31st, in the 1500s, Martin Luther nailed his 95 thesis to the doors of the church because the Roman Catholic Church was declaring for itself who belonged in heaven, who belonged in the church. And they were, man was deciding who was given membership and who was not given membership. He nailed his 95 thesis on the doors of the church to basically say salvation belongs to God. It does not belong to the church. And in doing so, he was saying, you belong here. Man does not have the right to begin deciding who does belong and who does not belong here. Now, this is not a political show in the aspects of illegal foreigners living among us. And I understand that there are political issues, and I respect those, and I'm not trying to decide what should be legal versus what should be illegal. Even if someone has done something illegal, we are still called to be friendly to them. We are still called to love them. We're still called to be generous to them. But in the aspect of someone having every legal right to be here, for instance, in the United States, we should do everything that we can to declare over them, you belong here. You're not here just because you chose to be here. There is a sovereign plan of Almighty God that brought you here. When you really begin to research all of the crossover 
of nations in the last 10 to 15 years, even in the last five years, there is something much higher going on. Most of us realize in that Almighty God is choosing to bring the nations together. There are millions and millions of people that were not born in the United States that are coming to the U.S. for school and for jobs and for living. And they are serving us and they are paying taxes and they are paying tuition to our colleges and they are here legally, millions upon millions. And the same is true of people from the U.S. going and studying in Germany and Croatia and all over the world and people from Australia uh, studying in India and people in India studying in the U.K. and in the Middle East and the crossover, the transition and the travel is just incredible. When the pandemic began to shut things down, it really began to expose how many internationals are working abroad in other countries for other countries in tourism, in serving on cruise ships, millions of people, taxi drivers in the Middle East are uh, so many people, internationals have gone to other countries looking for employment, looking for education, looking for livelihood. And you and I, as believers in Almighty God, are serving a creator, serving a savior that has declared over you and I that we belong here because of the blood of Jesus, that we belong to him, we belong um, in his family, we belong in his kingdom as citizens of heaven. And so it's in that spirit that we have opportunity to declare over every single international, you belong here. The world would be incredibly different and better if the followers of Jesus Christ would rise up and this week would go out and every single international you meet would just simply look them in the eye and just say those three words, you belong here. Those three words say you're welcome here. Those three words say you are accepted here. Those three words say you are wanted here. Those three words say you are needed here. And God has graciously said that to us, and we should do everything that we can to repeat those words to as many people as we possibly can. You belong here. Some of the churches that I admire the most that are gospel-centered churches that are standing on the Word of God are really communicating this these three words to their community you belong here and it's not necessarily an international thing it's not just targeting those that are foreign-born internationals and it's it's all people and that is beautiful praise god for that but let's make sure that we are extending those three words to all the foreign-born internationals living among us. You belong here. You need those words. I need those words. They need those words. When you and I really want to know how to put Christian hospitality into practice, 
It is by repeating those three words, you belong here. You would be amazed at how that will open up hearts, how that will open up eyes, how that will open up lives for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. As we are intentional about communicating, you are needed, you are wanted, you are loved, you belong here. Every one of us knows the value of sensing whether we belong, wanting to know that we belong, wanting to know that we matter, wanting to know that we are wanted, wanting to know that we are loved. And the foreign-born internationals living in your community are no different. And so if you are a foreign-born international living in the United States, if you're a foreign-born international living in any country, any continent on planet Earth, I want to be one of the first, if you've never heard them, these three words before, let me be one of the first to declare over you, you belong here. I know that it takes a lot of hard work and a lot of money and a lot of resources for you to have gone from your birth land over to where you are. And I know that it can be incredibly intimidating and very stressful. And I just want you to understand that it is my conviction that this has happened, not just on your own doing, but that there is a higher power at work. Almighty God has been blessing you and providing for you and giving you vision and giving you resources for you to come abroad, for you to live, for you to work, for you to go to school uh, as a foreign-born international. And I welcome you, and I am thankful uh, for you, and I hope that you will allow the Holy Spirit to minister comfort and even healing. I know that many foreign-born internationals are subjected to it to hatred to racism to discrimination to being profiled and i i really desire for you to forgive and to um, not live in the past of what has happened and don't sum up the christian church by a handful of people or even the united states or or any particular country by a handful of people who who would represent hate instead of love for god so loved that he gave his one and only son i can't control all my brothers and sisters in christ all i can control is myself and as for me and my house you belong here you are welcomed here you are needed here you are loved and i really hope that you will allow these three words to minister to you to all of my brothers and sisters in christ listening if you have not made that a posture of your heart, a posture of your facial expressions, when you look upon a foreign-born international, when you're being served by a foreign-born international in any way, shape, or form, when you're living beside, when you're going to the market beside, when you're going to school beside, when you're in government beside any foreign-born international, I really encourage you to Go overboard to make sure that you are a person whose life is declaring you belong here. Put 
the hospitality that you have been shown by the Lord Jesus Christ in the practice. And let's allow these three words to be words that build bridges to the international community. You belong here. Thanks for listening. I really encourage you to continue to come back to the Live in the Dream podcast. I'll be here again next week. God bless you all. Check out Kevin's new book, Audacious Generosity. Given the choice, every one of us wants to be more generous, but fear holds us back. Audacious Generosity is where God is the giver and giving depends on what God puts into your hands. Gone are the days of feeling pressured to be the giver. Instead, audacious generosity will empower you for limitless giving as God gives through you. See what happens when we open our hands to God and commit in advance to use what he puts in our hands to fulfill his mission. Check out audaciousgenerosity.com and reserve your copy today. That's audaciousgenerosity.com. Hey, it's Pastor Kevin, and I interrupt this program with a very important announcement. On November the 3rd, 2020, Living the Dream podcast will become Audacious Generosity podcast. As you know, I've just completed my new book entitled Audacious Generosity. In the book, I share how God's mission has always been Jesus and his strategy has always been audacious generosity for God so loved that he gave Jesus. Living the dream based upon Revelation 7 is the what and audacious generosity is the how. So both go hand in hand. I will always champion the need to reach the foreign-born internationals in the community with the gospel and partnering with them to fulfill the Great Commission. I want to thank you for listening to the Living the Dream podcast, and I can't wait to share the new Audacious Generosity podcast with you beginning Tuesday, November the 3rd, 2020. Get ready. You're going to love Audacious Generosity podcast. Thank you for listening to the Living the Dream podcast, empowering and equipping church staff with an identifiable and measurable strategy for reaching internationals and changing the world. You can help us live the dream by liking, commenting, subscribing to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can find more resources to empower and equip your church staff at globalhopeindia.org resources. That's globalhopeindia.org resources.